0: Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob?
1: Well, all
0: right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley One Love, rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.
1: Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Francioli for Wahoo's Twenty Four Seven. And I'm just really excited to get this podcast going. Just like I said in that 30-second promo we clipped, this podcast is really about not only breaking down the game-by-game analysis for Virginia basketball and Virginia football and Virginia recruiting, but it's also about getting to know the program that you grew up watching, getting to know what's going on behind the scenes, getting to know the Virginia athletes. Because at the end of the day, these athletes are what make this program work. These are the athletes that you know, put in their blood, sweat, and tears. And my aim for this podcast is not only to provide in-game analysis, but it's to provide their side of the story It's so that you understand what it takes for them to be prepared on the field, but also what makes them tick. Because at the end of the day, getting to know them personally helps you kind of put a bigger picture or understand them a little better on Saturdays or in the midweek games or those night game for basketball. So that is my aim for this podcast, which is why I'm really excited about our first guest. This is someone that I've hyped up a lot on Twitter, and this is someone that I wish had the ball a lot more last season, but unfortunately he is not able to return for the 2022 season under Tony Elliott, but I know a lot of UVA fans are going to be cheering on wherever he ends up. So, without further ado, let us introduce former UVA running back Devin Darrington. Devin, nice to have you here on our first ever episode.
0: Oh yeah, thank you. I'm great. To, glad to be here, and uh, thank you for having me on. I'm excited.
1: You know. I, you know, watching last season and seeing the potential that you had on the field, especially towards the end of the season when we were seeing you getting more carries. um, When you look back at the season, what do you remember most?
0: Oh, man, when I look back on the season, I just remember, you know, running out of the tunnel and, uh, you know, hearing the Wahoo fans scream. It's just something I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, being on the field with, uh, you know, the other running backs and just learning things and just the energy that the team brings, you know, with each other uh, is something, something amazing. Um, I'll never forget, you know, running, running in the games, you know, uh, having the ball handed off to me and just you know, making, you know, I'm a playmaker and whenever my numbers called, I just like to perform and, and do what I can do. So uh, I had a great experience there and uh, made plenty of memories that I'll never forget.
1: And now you're in Texas because there's going to be a very important event happening in the next few weeks which is going to be pro day tell me a little bit about what's what's been going on in texas what type of training you're doing up there
0: oh yeah i'm down here in uh mckinney texas at uh, michael johnson performance center down here getting ready uh we've been working on a lot of drills a lot of testing drills uh, you know running back things catching out of the backfield uh just making sure that that you know everything's fundamentally sound everything's fast you know strong um just so you know everything looks good and it's been, it's been great. I've been loving it, you know, meeting all the guys here. It's a great atmosphere. A lot of the guys, you know, um, college athletes from from all over the nation. You know, you know NFL guys come through, um, you know, agents, everybody. It's it's just a good environment, and everybody's bringing the energy every day. Um, and I'm, I'm loving it. You know, I'm loving it. So, for me, uh, just been perfecting my craft, man. You know, I'm a great tester. So, uh, for me, just been being consistent with my numbers. You know, I have uh, great testing numbers, and I'm excited to show the scouts what I can do
1: have you learned from the other guys there is something that you know you're you're there you're talking to other people going through the same thing do you feel like you're picking up a couple of things that you didn't know before or just something that helps
0: you improve a little bit more oh yeah well that's the beautiful beautiful thing about you know being at a place where there's a lot of guys from different schools and around the nation you know i'm uh you know i'll be hopping in the wide receiver drills um hopping in wherever i see fit you know just to pick up on some things you know i'll learn from the wide receivers on uh, you know, a couple of things in their route running just so I can, you know, get the edge because at the end of the day, you know, that uh, that can separate you those little details and uh, just learning, you know, from the other running backs. And, you know, uh, we all learn from each other and teach each other things and um, everybody just brings the energy and it's a, uh, you know, great atmosphere again. So hey, I've learned a lot while I'm down here, especially about, you know, testing and little techniques here and there to tweak, Uh, you know, bring a little bit of time down on the testing. So I'm enjoying it.
1: You've been through probably the most bizarre college football career, if you think about it. Um, (laughs) You you came in, you you went to Harvard from high school, you got a great degree from Harvard, but then you had that COVID year where you didn't know what was going to happen. And then you transferred to UVA, and then you had only one season in UVA, but you wanted more at UVA. That, that you didn't want to end the career the way, you know, it ended without a bowl game or anything because of, again, uh, the game was canceled due to COVID. Is it frustrating after the ups and downs to your career to end it like that because the NCAA didn't allow you to come back?
0: Well, uh, I wouldn't say it was frustrating. You know, I feel like um, I, I, I had a lot more left out to prove and, you know, definitely the team as well. We had a lot more to prove. Um, we felt like, you know, we could have, definitely done better. Um, but I, I would, I wouldn't see it as, you know, um, me being disappointed or anything like that. I just look at it as if it's my time, you know, God, uh, put me in the position and, um, you know, I just got to focus on my next steps that's ahead of me. So I wouldn't see it as, you know, anything, you know, negative or leaving off on a bad foot, you know, I just, uh, I'm excited and, and I'm happy for my time that I've spent at UVA. I've learned a lot And I think everything happens for a reason. So, um, you know, the way things went, I just think that was the the way things were supposed to go. And then, you know, just focus on the next things. And I know that team, they're going to be great next year. You know, a lot of great guys coming back. I'm excited to watch them, you know, cheer them on. I'm sure they're excited for me too. you know, going on to the next level. So, you know, I was hoping I could come back, you know, and, uh, you know, run the ball one last time for Wahoo nation, but, you know, things happen and uh, just got to look forward, look ahead. And, I'm excited for the next step in my journey and, uh, you know, I can't wait to come back.
1: Could you talk a little bit about what happened after, you know, the end of the season? You decided to appeal to the NCAA for the extra season, but you were denied because Harvard never played that year in 2020 because obviously the Ivy Leagues canceled the season. But you appealed again. Um, I think a bunch of you guys from the Ivy League decided to come together and meet with the NCAA could you discuss what the conversations were like? And did you, did you feel, what what did you, were you feeling during that? Cause I, I know, I know you said you weren't frustrated, but at the same time from, ta- from just listening to you, it feels like you really wanted to come back to UVA for one more season. So it, it has to be a little bit frustrating.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was a little disappointed at first, um, but then, you know, thinking about it later on, you know, like I said, uh, what's meant to happen ha- happens so uh when I first got the news you know that they uh um canceled the season in the Ivy League I was actually working out and uh it, it was pretty sad news because I, I didn't know you know what I was going to do from there and then um you know I hopped in the portal and, and a bunch of teams called and, and UVA was one of them and um you know you know UVA stuck out to me so I I felt that UVA was the best decision um and from that from that Harvard year I know my freshman year I played in like three games um sophomore junior year I played and then senior year uh, my fourth year coming up senior year I was hoping we were going to play but that didn't happen so when I transferred to UVA you know that was supposed to be my senior year and you know just being being there on the team and having conversations with the guys and you know I hearing some guys like yeah I'm you know I redshirted or I'm coming back next year and you know, some guys older than me is talking about. You know, they're coming back, and I'm just like, how does you know how does that work? But, um, you know, I try not to dwell on it, think about it. I, I can only control what I can control. The um, only thing I can control is my positive attitude. So, um, you know, I, I appealed the first time, and uh, you know, it got shut down because they were trying to have a meeting about it. Cause, like you said, there were a lot of Ivy League students trying to uh, do the same thing. And then I guess next time they they met, um. Uh, they just shot it down. So for me, right then immediately, my my next uh, thought was the NFL and getting ready and getting prepared because you know it's right around the corner. And uh, you know, I just want to, I want to, I just want to leave my mark, man, and and you know, be remembered by UVA and and everybody else. And feel like I have a lot to prove. And I'm excited, you know, I'm excited, and I've been working really hard. Um, I'm ready to get and get at it. So
1: when you look at what UVA has on the field coming back you you touched it a little bit on that you're excited to see you know I just want to hear your thoughts about Tony Elliott what was your first vibe because you obviously did try to come back what was your vibe of the Tony Elliott hire and what's your impression of the new staff
0: oh man um you know starting with the last staff, you know coach Mendenhall and you know all the other coaches they were great man so um when they when they left and you know, Coach Elliott came. And I actually know Coach Elliott. I knew him in high school because uh, I was getting recruited by Clemson my junior year. So I was was coming up to Clemson for, you know, camps and meeting him and and Dabo and all those guys. So I already knew him. He was the running backs coach at the time. Uh, And then he became the offensive coordinator at Clemson on later. So when I heard he got the job, man, I was like, wow, this is, you know, this is crazy. You know, um, it would be magical if I got another year, you know, him being a previous running back coach and offensive coordinator you know it's uh something anybody would ask for any running back would ask for so um i know he's got the program you know under his wing and i know he's gonna do great things all the guys that he's hired and kept and and uh i'm just excited to see those guys and i already see the videos they're posting on you know instagram working and and working out and i just know it's all good work um and that's one thing about you know the u v a that i uh, can't take from it man all those all those guys up there they love to the work you know um Day in and day out. So,
1: when you look at those videos um, and you see those guys, it seems you know they really seem to really buy into what Tony Tony Elliott is saying. Have you talked to any of the former UVA players that you kind of talked to, or do you kind of reach out to them?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. They, we talk all the time. You know, uh, you know, group chats and, and those guys. Those are my guys. So we always chatting and talking, Facetime, whether it be you know us playing a game or just a regular phone call but uh, coach elliott he's sharp you know they tell me he's on he's on his thing and on his grind and you know the strength and conditioning staff is is putting in the work and everybody's just putting in the work so it's a lot of positivity going around um it's a good environment from what i've heard and you know those guys are working hard um and just grateful you know just grateful to get back out on the field and, and like i said um a lot to prove so i know those guys are definitely working hard to prove that and just to have a better season.
1: Who did you connect with most on that roster? I imagine Mike Collins and you, you know, coming in, Mike Collins didn't play during that pandemic year too. decided to opt out. You guys were both coming in after one year sitting out. I'm I'm guessing you guys kind of gravitated towards each other.
0: Oh yeah. I, uh, actually, I I can't say one, one guy specifically, man, those guys, all of them just, just characters, man, they're, they're all my guys. The running backs, all the running backs, you know, we we stay close. Of course, that's your position group, but even outside of that, it's just like a big family. You know, you got guys all over the locker room. Just you know, I talk to you all the time, real close with. So I can't say there's one specific person that I just uh you know gotten so close to. I just really gotten close to a lot of guys on the team, and that was one thing I was grateful for coming in because you know, I've uh, I've transferred a lot, um you know, high school. I went to school for three years and transferred my senior year, um, ironically. And then same with, you know, Harvard and UVA. So I was kind of used to, to to making new friends and things like that. So I was kind of curious to see how it was going to go, you know, going to UVA from Harvard and, and how that was going to go. And I was excited and things just went well. You know, everybody, uh, we all molded well together since that uh, first summer I came in. Everybody was working hard on the workouts, you know, leaning on each other. And that's one of the things we talked about you know, all summer leading up to the season, just leaning on each other and being a team and you could just see it when we were working out. And that was one of the things that, you know, stuck out to me, but uh, all those guys, man, they're, they're great guys. And, you know, I can't take them from those guys that they're, they're characters. And I love being in that locker room.
1: I know you, you said that you're going to remember Wahoo nation cheering on in Scott stadium and just them being connected with the players, but, if you have to remember one memory, if you had to, you know, in 10 years time, look back at your time at Virginia, what would stand out?
0: Oh man, actually. Uh, probably I have, to, I'd probably have to say two memories. Um, you know, one, one game uh, coach hall let me, you know, hold the flag and run out there and be the first guy out there and just, you know, taking it all in, you know, um, all the lights and all the screaming and fans cheering and, it was just an experience I'll never forget, you know, and and it got me super pumped, you know, ready to play the game of football that I love, and uh, just just something that you grow up dreaming of as a kid, and it, it really pushed me and motivated me. Um, and then the next memory I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say is uh, I was actually at Sakura's um, Hibachi, uh, eating a meal, and uh, there's this kid named Alex Weiss I saw there, and he's like, oh man, you're Devin Darrington, man, you know, you're one of my favorite players, and. You know, it just hit home for me just being like, man, you know, I, I used to be that kid, you know, looking up to guys. And now I'm in the position where, where guys are looking up to me. So uh, every time I went to the game, you know, I saw him and his family. And, and that's that's an experience I'll never forget, you know, um, motivating the next generation um, and, and, and younger players and um, just people in general. Um, just meeting great people through the game of football is something that I'll, you know, cherish forever. So.
1: Were you, were you able to talk to him and his family uh, at those games too?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, met with them a couple of times, you know, find some shirts. Uh, I actually saw them again out at another restaurant. I think it was uh <laughs> Texas roadhouse, something like that, but saw him again and we chopped it up and uh, you know, I called him on his birthday. It was a birthday, wish him happy birthday and things like that. So um, just a great family, man. And, and there's plenty of those, those families out there that uh, I've talked to and, you know, a lot of fans that I've met and, you know, just grateful for, for Wahoo Nation and what they, uh, you know, provide and bringing me in. And um, it's just nothing like that atmosphere, you know.
1: And I know you already touched on a little bit, you know, moving forward. You know, you, you're grateful for everything that UVA has done for you in your career and just moving forward. But now you're focused on getting better individually so that you can impress on pro day. When you kind of switch to that next chapter, what are some of the things that you're really focused on in the next few weeks and months? to prove to NFL teams that you would be an asset to
0: them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Definitely. um, Like I said, you know, showing off my speed and quickness. Um, You know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a bigger guy, you know, running back. So a lot of people don't think I can move as fast as I can. And then I go out there and move and like, wow, you know, he's really fast. So just going out there and showing them that and uh, you know, working on my hands, always got to have those. Um, Always been working on, on the hands and, uh, just being a complete all-around package, you know what I'm saying? Some, you can't have anything lacking. You know, you want to you wanna be that guy that they say, wow, you know, we don't see any faults, even though, you know, nobody's perfect. But you want to be as close to, to, to perfect as you can. So just been working on minor details. Um, that's the thing that will, you know, get you through, you know, coming back to the hotel after training, doing yoga, you know, stretching, doing extra things, whatever I have to do. Uh, you know, also diet. make sure you eat right, eat clean, so you have the energy to train for the next day. Um, all that takes into, takes into account. So, um, just gotta be really sharp on everything, you know, training wise, nutrition wise, and stretching and all that. Make sure your body's good to go so you can, you know, give it your all every day in training so you can perform on pro day. So,
1: so that means no Texas barbecues.
0: <laughs> no Texas barbecues, unfortunately. I'm gonna have to come back down here when I'm done how do you handle that
1: you you have to keep a diet to try to get you know your body ready for nfo pro day but you're smelling the barbecues probably going on next door to you
0: <laughs> oh man yeah it's so i've this is my first time being down here in texas and it's it's nothing like it. it's so much food like every everywhere you drive it's like food, food 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 and it it's it gets it's tempting it was tempting at first but uh you know after a while i kind of got used to it not not turning my head i i drive straight not looking left or right but <laughs> <laughs> uh it's, it's it's been it's been good you know um they got a chef that uh makes food over at mjp he brings it over and it's it, it's great food and it tastes great so um it's good and uh great nutrition so i, I can't complain
1: so how much in depth it, are you going into this because i I knew you were training, but I had no idea that your training also involved having, you know, I didn't know that you would have a chef where you your, I guess, meals are planned according to exactly what you need. How detailed is this?
0: Oh, yeah. MJP, they don't play around. They don't play around. You know, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of great guys that have came from MJP. And and those guys make sure that you're sharp to the point. And, uh, you know, my agent, we talk all the time, um, Barry Gardner. We just talk about, you know, being, being, um, as close to perfect as possible and being positive all the time and every day going into workouts, having a mission, you know, having a goal, I'm going to get better at something, you know, elevate and evolve my game. Um, that's where my mindset has been. And, uh, all the, all the minor details, you know, like I said, when it comes down to diet and stretching and things like that, those play a big role. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pro day. It's one opportunity one day, um, to showcase what you've been working on your whole life. So, you know, you just want to make sure that everything's perfect on that day on that day so you can show out.
1: Give me an example of, of a meal. I, I'm curious now <laughs>
0: Give <me> a little <laughs> example. It's oh, not oh.
1: because I'm hungry it's not all <laughs> because I'm hungry, <laughs>
0: but
1: what, what is so your da- daily example?
0: Uh, so like just now I ate some, uh, salmon and rice and broccoli. Um, he, he usually has a menu with like things you can choose throughout the week. And, uh, you know guys choose so like i wake up in the morning eat some you know um potatoes eggs and bacon a little chopped up pieces of bacon in in a little bowl uh then i'll you know eat a little protein bar a little water in me before i go to work out um then i come back to work out then i eat another meal they'll have like um you know chicken pasta um put a little hot sauce in there um can't can't
1: go without the hot sauce
0: (laughs) it can't go without the hot sauce um let's see uh you know um baked beans you know asparagus uh just good things and, and the way he prepares the food is it's is very tasty I'm not gonna lie to you it's very tasty I was kind of caught off guard when I took my first bite because you know usually when you do like meal prep stuff it's like you know hit or miss but but their food is great and uh you know me I'm not trying to specifically lose or gain anything just trying to really maintain and uh his food is great, man. I, I I haven't, I can't complain. You know, I haven't been craving any snacks, you know, I usually, I'm a, I, I love candy. So I usually have me a little, you know, some gummy bears or something to the side, but, but lately, you know, I've been, um, you know, disciplining and, and, and not eating my little sweets here and there.
1: But you do have some treats at some point.
0: Oh yeah. At some point, you know, every now and then you have, you have to treat yourself on the weekend. There ain't nothing all a little cheat day.
1: Okay. Um, I don't know maybe Gummy Bears is a treat or maybe a Texas barbecue place,
0: yeah, that would be good too. <laughs> I just don't want to get addicted all so. no,
1: fair, fair. <laughs> so when uh until when are you in Texas? Are you basically in Texas all the way up until pro day, and then do you go back? what are kind of your plans?
0: Oh, yeah, I'll be in Texas until March uh 19th, and then m j p they actually send like a, a guide or a video on things to do. Um, before your pro day, in between that time you leave and your pro day to make sure that your body can perform at, you know, maximum proficiency. So um, March 19th is the date where I leave here and, uh, you know, March 23rd is the pro day. So time is trickling down and, uh, you know, just getting focused, more focused every day. And uh, I'm ready, you know, I'm ready to, like I said, prove myself and, and just show scouts what I can do.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm sure they have some, they definitely used to have some good game film of you. Uh, I still remember, uh, I talked to your parents, I remember, I think it was just before the BYU game is when I talked to your parents,
0: oh, around okay. about
1: that time, and uh, I still remember your mom telling me that she questioned if she was ever going to go to one of your home games, <laughs> because she's like... I don't know if I should go because I've not seen him score a touchdown (laughs) at at UVA. Uh, So I hope your mom will see you score a touchdown. And when you go play in the NFL, because that woman really wants to see you score a touchdown.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. I'll make sure of it. I'll make sure of it. They'll be at every game.
1: (laughs) Well, Devin, I really appreciate your time, you know, catching up and everything. And uh, I know we've talked about this, but, I look forward to catching up in the next few weeks too to kind of see how your training's going as we count down to pro day. That is something that I'm really excited about. Uh we'll have something called the Darrington Diaries on Wahoo's 24-7, where yep. Devin will just get us in the keep us in the loop about how his training's going, maybe about the meal planning and all the crazy new <laughs> stuff that he's trying. <laughs> Not Texas barbecue though.
0: Not Texas barbecue. I'm sorry. I can't can't have that. So I'm sorry to disappoint. But uh maybe excited, in the future. Uh, Oh yeah, in the future one day. <laughs> but I, uh, I thank you for having me on the show. It's uh, it's great, and uh, I love what you're doing. And you know, you've always been positive, and um, you know, just just a, a great person. So I appreciate you having me on here and and giving me the opportunity to, to you know speak and showcase myself and just just talk to the to anybody listening. So thank you.
1: Well, I'm glad to have you, and of course we'll have you here on again soon. So thank you, Devin, so much.
0: Thank you. And
1: that's it for our first episode of The Good Old Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we will have a brand new episode next Tuesday. So make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also find us on YouTube. We now have a YouTube channel, the Virginia Cavaliers, on 24-7 sports. We will have video uploads of our podcasts, but also some new video features, which are coming to that YouTube channel and on a lot 24-7. So make sure you follow us and ring that bell so you are notified when new, new videos pop up. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have a good rest of your week.